Welcome to Karate Kid 3 Minutes, a podcast where we discuss the Karate Kid Part 3, three very familiar minutes at a time as we keep seeing these minutes over and over again. My name is Robin. I'm Matt. I love flashbacks. I feel <laughs> hypnotized. I'm Melanie. <laughs> <laughs> Today we are talking about minutes one through three of the Karate Kid Part 3. They begin with the Columbia Pictures logo and end with the end of the Karate Kid Part 1. Uh, <laughs> if you're just joining us because you're late to the party or your favorite movie is Karate Kid Part 3 and you've been waiting until we got to the best movie to jump on board, mm-hmm. uh, here's some uh, fun facts for you. Uh, we release the podcast uh, three times a week. We are a minute-by-minute podcast, which means every episode only covers a certain amount of movie, and we follow that format to go through the entire movie. So for the Karate Kid Part 1, we did it one minute at a time. Karate Kid Part 2, we did it two minutes at a time. So this one, we're doing three minutes at a time, which means today we are talking about minute zero, or the beginning of the movie, through minute three. So if you're watching along with us, just stop at multiples of three. Uh, So today we'll stop at minute three. Wednesday, we'll stop at minute six. And Friday, we'll stop at minute nine and so on. It's no problem if you know math. It was my understanding that there would be no math. Uh, So um, I'm out of (laughs) here. So, uh, yeah, uh, for the non-newbies, welcome back. So glad you guys decided to stay uh, subscribed to us. Uh, and, uh, you know, and as, uh, a pact, uh, uh, we, as hosts of this podcast refuse to talk to, to talk to each other off season. Um, uh-huh. like, I, I, you know, I tried calling you guys that one time, remember, and you were like, do you have any sort of trivia about karate kid you want to share? Or did you want to have an actual conversation? And as soon as you were like, no, I, and then I was like, click. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I really I, need your help. Click. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. You know, randomly I'll, I'll, you know, I'll send you a, a YouTube action scene and I'll be like, hey, now look at the form of Seagal. What, what are you thinking here? <laughs> <laughs> Was Seagal in Karate Kid? Uh, no, he wasn't. Click. <laughs> <laughs> Although, you know, we have a new villain this year, uh, Terry Silver, who, I don't know, did, did he model himself after Seagal? I haven't even... Looked up the how the years work out, uh, but the, the, the whole ponytail thing. always had a ponytail. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. He is Seagalish. He is Seagalish, uh, <laughs> but I don't know. I I think sounds uh, like a nationality. <laughs> <laughs> he's his he's Seagalese. <laughs> Seagalese. He's a he's a Sven Sven Seagalese. No, shut What's up. That? Um, but yeah, that's us. Welcome back. Thanks. You're now comfortable with the show. Let's get started. Uh, (laughs) we start with the Columbia Pictures logo, guys. Mm -hmm. Good old Uh, comfort food Columbia Pictures logo. Yes. Yes. Good inside. Oh, we're, we're starting either a Karate Kid movie or, you know, the other podcast said it was Fright Night. That was Columbia. Um, we got your Ghostbusters, all sorts of good. Let me picture it. Actually, uh, 
this movie was released uh, in the U.S. I'm not sure when it was released in Canada. I don't care. Um, on uh, hey now, <laughs> kidding. kidding. <laughs> uh, on June 30th, 1989. So, you know, six months before the 90s started. You know, where we could have had like grunge Daniel. This, this movie's not radical enough. <laughs> no. Uh, so I have some facts around the release here for you. Um, so Columbia had a couple hits in 1989 with Ghostbusters Part 2, released uh, a few weeks earlier, earning $112 million, um, and coming in at number seven for the year. Um, a, a month later, uh, after the release of Karate Kid Part 3, they had their other big hit of the year, When Harry Met Sally. Uh, which, never seen that you haven't no it's a good day movie is it worth watching absolutely i think the the i think the dialogue is uh is still fun uh you get um carrie fisher in there as well is it billy crystal though yeah uh i don't know i'm i don't love billy crystal Matt why like billy crystal i don't know i think he just hams it up too much for me huh but maybe he's like, like steve martin they're what both wrong with the you? same sort of hammy. <laughs> now, I think they both have their bad moments, their bad movies that you don't want to watch. That might be all I've seen. <laughs> I think when Harry Met Sally is a pretty top tier Billy Crystal material. And you got you got yourself a Meg Ryan in there. Um, and, you know, it's relationship stuff. It's all about can friends, can, can a man and a woman be friends uh, mm-hmm. without falling in love? And the answer is is no obviously not come on it's a romance movie they're gonna fall in love um but anyway spoilers for (laughs) when harry met sally when harry met sally were earned 92 million dollars it came in number 11 for the year okay so columbia two big hits came in at number seven and number 11 karate kid three was uh speaking of three their third uh biggest hit uh it came in Uh, earning how many? How many millions do you think it, uh, Karate Kid Three earned? Uh, uh, so the lo- so it's in third place. So it's below when Harry Met Sally, which earned ninety two million dollars. Seventy five. Nope. Lower. Sixty. Lower. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Forty eight. Getting closer, but lower. <laughs> Forty two. No. Thirty eight. Thirty eight. Wow. Yeah, that's the the difference between number two and number three. Yeah, ninety two and thirty eight. Wow. Uh, and for the year, uh, the top grossing movies of the year. Now, Harry Met Sally, number eleven, uh, and now their third biggest movie. What do you think? Karate Kid Three given at? Yeah, uh, uh, what number uh, for the year? <laughs> yep. Uh, Ghostbusters two, number seven. <laughs> 15 <laughs> no nope 33 I'll, oh I'll no 33 oh woof yeah i mean karate kid part this, three so was it considered a failure yeah i think so yeah <laughs> they were crushed at the box office they released one week after another 1989 movie that came out and was dominating in ticket sales what do you think it was batman, <laughs> batman! yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, it had to be Batman. <laughs> in its premiere week, Karate Kid 3 came in at number three under I mean, Batman. 
Did Karate Kid have the bad dance? No. <laughs> Neither did Batman. <laughs> uh, number two uh, that was still out in theaters that still crushed Karate Kid Part 3 was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Um, so uh, for its first week, it was at number three. And then the second week, it dropped to number seven uh, when Lethal Weapon 2 came out. And um, some other movies that were out for weeks just jumped ahead of Karate Kid Part 3, including uh, Last Crusade, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, uh, Ghostbusters 2, and Dead Poets Society. Hmm. People wanted to see those more. What do you like better, Ghostbusters 2 or Karate Kid 3? Uh, probably Ghostbusters 2. I know that's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> You don't have a haunted painting in Karate Kid 3. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't think I've seen uh, Ghostbusters 2. You're not familiar with Vigo the Carpathian? No. <laughs> Is Vigo? Uh, I may have seen it when I was a kid, but I don't remember. Uh, I remember yeah. Ghostbusters 2, the video game, more than uh, the movie. Than the movie. Just shooting what? slime. Just shooting slime <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was a hard game. Uh, <laughs> well, aren't weren't they all? Yeah. Um. So we're going to obviously, you know, and I'm sorry if there are people who are like subscribe to a Karate Kid podcast that are like, okay, this guy should like Karate Kid Part 3 more than anything. So this is a Karate Kid podcast, but I'm sorry. There are some things that are better than a Karate Kid movie, and especially this third one. And, and uh, you know, we're going to debate in the coming weeks how this movie stacks up against the previous two. Oh, we sure are. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, looking at this slate of 1989 movies, like Daniel and Mr. Miyagi did not have much of a chance. Mm. And and I just, like, what about this movie do you build hype around <laughs> compared to, like, uh, sorry, go ahead. What do you think? I was going to say, you got you to gotta build your marketing campaign around Terry Silver, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Did they do that? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. I really should start. I really should take a look at some of the trailers uh, and and see if I can come back with some answers. Because yeah, I would I would build it around um, uh, Terry Silver. Um, I would also, I think, one of the early uh, ways of promoting Return of the Jedi was the was Luke in that dark outfit. You know, the black outfit, and like, oh man, did he go dark side? You know, mm -hmm. so. The idea of Daniel LaRusso, this pure boy, uh, going over to the bad side, to going to train with Cobra Kai. What led him there? You know, what? Yeah. How, how did this work out? I mean, there's a rift between him and, and Miyagi. There's so much stuff you could promote this this movie on. Does, what's does, what's that green foam? <laughs> <laughs> what green foam? <laughs> that he's dunking his feet and his elbow in. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That, that would be an interesting clip in the trailer. Yeah, like, what is that? Is that poison? I need is to go, Mr. Miyagi poisoning I him? I need to go see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, who knows? He might have, there might have been, uh, they might have tried to, like, insert a little bit of that Ghostbusters 2 slime. Yeah, you know, is that echoplasm? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Ah, uh, Danielson, I got that from my good friend Slimer. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, there, obviously, if you were alive in 1989, you remember like the juggernaut of hype around Batman and anybody who went to see Batman uh, in 1989 on that opening weekend probably was so jazzed by that movie that they went again like the next week and the next week after that, you know, um, and, it, you know, also, you also have Indiana 
Jones, uh, this great character going for something like the Holy Grail, <laughs> you know, uh, the Ghostbusters coming back, uh, Riggs and Murtaugh, Lethal Weapon, that they're back after such a successful first movie, you know. And then I you just... have you have thirty year old Ralph Macchio playing. <laughs> Uh, 18 year old uh, Daniel LaRusso. Mm. Yeah, people are going to totally buy that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, and fun fact, I mean, even the uh, even the videos, the, the, even the movie's home video release left a bad taste in people's mouths. Um, so this movie was part of the wave of the late 80s and early 90s uh, effort to introduce widescreen letterbox movies to the Ooh. general public. So um, it, the, the first printing of the VHS for Karate Kid Part 3 was in Letterbox, and, uh, and so that's the black bars on the top and bottom of the screen. Which and gives so you the that, whole picture, right? Yes, but that also upset and confused people. <laughs> Video stores got complaints about these stuff. I remember Ghostbusters 2 was the other big title that came out from Columbia that they decided to do this. And I remember getting Ghostbusters 2 on video and going, what is going on here? And having to have, ha, you know, have it to explain to me, you're watching a letterbox, like you're seeing the entire movie as it would be on the movie screen. You know, yeah. it's not being. Hey, Sorry, under... Robin, I just called you stupid. They underestimated <laughs> the ignorance of the American I was. public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why does it have to be American, man? It could have been Canadian. Jeez. <laughs> um, it's only Americans that were confused. Canadians yeah. were okay. <laughs> no, I can guarantee you that Canadians were probably yeah. like, Whoa. No, I remember it when I was complaining <laughs> about bars on the screen. Yeah. And were you in the know at the time? I don't think I cared one way or the other, but I don't think I, I don't think I knew it gave me the whole picture if you did have the bars. But yeah. but I would watch a movie either way. I didn't care. The funny thing is I also read trivia that in 1994, they decided they did reprints of Karate Kid Part Three and and you know to to sell and it's a home video, and they on the cover said widescreen but were actually pan and scan. Uh. Hmm. So uh, you know the video stores got complaints uh, and even the video store owners or owners pardon me. Uh, called Columbia, called RCA, who distributed the the video, and said, "Hey, there's a printing problem here. Uh, you you're gonna have to send us new videos." And of course, <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, some of the some of the trouble of uh, releasing this movie. <laughs> yeah. You need to send us different versions of the movie. All right, but you're not gonna <laughs> be able to see Mr. Miyagi's elbow. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. They re they really should have done like an education campaign surrounding that, or like you know, like have like a when you have like the warrant of FBI warning, yeah. have like mm -hmm. a little explanation of like get the like a little. Now. They should have had like a little video promo explaining yeah. you can see more. Like I don't know why they didn't do that. They could have done that in a fun way. Now then... get more movie than ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, we got to start doing promos for the podcast of you using that voice because. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, they could have like Seagal like punching the top and the bottom of the screen, being like, yeah. it, it doesn't. They could have uh, had Daniel doing that. It shows. It shows the entire movie, though. This is just like you'd see in the theaters. <laughs> uh, even though you have tiny, tiny uh, square TVs. Yeah. <laughs> they took it for granted that people might. Yeah, you're like watching it on your like 20 inch kitchen TV. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's like the. 
these like rich Hollywood types. They were like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Like they don't know how the this will sell more TVs. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, shall we uh, get into this? Uh, we we start as repeating the trend that Rocky started, which is flashbacks to the previous two movies to catch the audiences up in the age of uh, no streaming services or, <laughs> you know, or, or uh, videos that got sent back to the video store. Cause they thought there was broken. Uh, or like, uh, <laughs> like YouTube recaps. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh gosh, man. We missed out on so many like karate kid one and two reaction videos that could have came out in 1989. Oh gosh. So missed out. Yeah. Cinema sins uh, could have done like <laughs> things on Karate Kid Part Two to get you ready. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is this is it's reminding audiences of key points of the story, so you know the audience will remember, um, you know, the things that you need to remember for this movie, and we'll, we'll kind of go through that. But I need to know how much you guys remember. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have trivia questions now today for Karate Kid. No. Uh, uh, for our Monday show, we're only considering flashbacks for Karate Kid Part 1. It actually ends right at the end of Karate Kid 1. So I wrote down five questions for Karate Kid Part 1 to see how well your memory is. Good luck. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I calm down. Calm down. Stop cheering and applauding. I, I have to read the question. This is really loud. I don't think people are going to enjoy the podcast if you guys are hooting and hollering like this. Uh, we're but- so excited to be quizzed. <laughs> uh, I, I think these are all easy, but whatever. Uh, okay. These are five questions. Let's see how well you do. Get five out of five, and uh, you win um, a our, our yeah a cookie and um, our audience's cookie? respect. Oh, oh, you win karate. <laughs> I win karate. Yes. Robin um, will send you a, a black belt that he sewed himself in the mail. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, the problem it's is it comes to me because I sewed it to myself. I was wearing it. Oh. <laughs> Can't get the thing off, like but it's yours. Cord. <laughs> <laughs> Question number one. How did Daniel explain his black eye to his mother? You, you go first, Mel, and I'll I'll try to pick up your slack if you if you He fell he fell off his bike? Fell off his bike is correct. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right, number two. According to Kreese, what are the three things that do not exist in the Cobra Kai dojo? Matt, you can answer this. <laughs> Fear, mm-hmm. pain, defeat. Mm. You are good. You you have watched a Karate Kid. Uh, imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, when Daniel asks Allie's name, she says it's Allie with an I. When she asks what Daniel's name is, what does he say? Daniel with an L? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> three of three out of three. Wow, I should have went for tougher questions here. Number four. Where did Mr. Miyagi get all his vintage cards from, according to him? No. Vintage cards? Cars. Cars. Oh, vintage cars. Mm-hmm. His vehicles. But it's your turn, Matt. So you could you go ahead. <laughs> Detroit. Detroit is correct. Yeah. Four out of four. Finally, number five, who made the patch that is on the back of Daniel's gi when he competes in the All-Valley Tournament? Who? Who made the patch? Oh, who made it? I thought you said who was on on the back of his gi. I was like, there was a person (laughs) etched into the back of his gi? Yeah, besides Dutch, who else was on the back of his gi? (laughs) (laughs) So who who made the patch on his gi? Yep. 
think it's Mr. Miyagi. <gasps> but Mr. maybe Mr. Miyagi's wife. Mr. Miyagi's wife. That's right. That's right, Mrs. Miyagi. Yeah. Oh, Mrs. almost gotcha. <laughs> well, I've got. A, I'm notoriously bad at remembering. Uh, yeah, you've done well for you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, she now. was about to say she's bad at remembering movie trivia. I'm, I'm just bad at remembering some movie trivia. <laughs> like Matt will be like, "Oh, hey, do you know this this voice random voice actor? Listen, listen for the voice." I'm always like, "I don't know who that is." Like. <laughs> Like I'm not as good as you at figuring out like without seeing a face or, yeah. or remember when this scene happened? No, I wasn't probably wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> Stop looking at your phone. God. I don't. I just space out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, awesome job at trivia. We are now um well versed in Karate Kid One Facts. So this flashback sequence should be no problem. Um Okay, so let me just kind of walk us through it. Uh, the first scene we see is Daniel first meeting Mr. Miyagi, and we see that Miyagi is just a little scary at first. Um, and, uh, you know, they're showing this to show the, the beginning of this relationship. It's been a long one, and we'll see uh, how strong it is in this third movie. Um, and, uh, and then the second is when Daniel is learning the art of bonsai from Miyagi and I mean, we can relate uh, why they picked this flashback is because bonsai is going to be very important to this movie. It's going to be uh, a central, uh, a very, a very strong uh, uh, route to this movie, so to speak, <laughs> uh -huh. stronger route. Um, we, uh, we also see when Miyagi gives Daniel his famous bandana, because, you know, we need to, this needs to be explained. Where did he get that bandana from? Uh, apparently, Miyagi pulled it out of his back pocket, so um, we don't need to do He just kept it there forever until that time. <laughs> yes. We don't need to see a prequel movie about how, how Dan Daniel got the bandana. It's in the first movie. The first movie is the pre one of the prequels to Karate Kid Part 3, we'll learn. Um... <laughs> This is a little out of order, but we now go to earlier in the movie when Daniel first enters the Cobra Kai dojo. Um, and it is during this little sequence that we see the credit for uh, director John G. Avildsen. And uh, we it, and so, yeah, he's he's been the director for uh, these all three films. Um, he passed away in 2017, but in 2015, I saw an interview with him and he uh, or it was more like a panel thing. And he called the film uh, talking about Karate Kid 3 uh, a poor imitation of the first one and, uh, quote, a horrible movie. <laughs> How dare he? No, it's not uh, that bad. He also says uh, he also said in another uh, interview, it's like he says it's a, quote, horrible imitation of part one which, quote, will baffle those who haven't seen the first two films and insult those who have. <laughs> it's not that bad. A, what a burn. Oh, my God. It's not that bad. I've seen way worse movies. Absolutely, absolutely. But I think compared to the first two, is it? <laughs> I like this one way better right. than the second one. Oh, okay. Well, we're right already. <laughs> uh, but this is... I. I swear this is not me 
I'm not going to spend every single episode of this movie going, this movie sucks because I, I do love, uh, uh, parts of this movie and, and, and characters, of course. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I have to acknowledge, you know, Abelson didn't like this movie. Uh, and, uh, both he and Ralph Macchio have been quoted as not liking this movie in hindsight. Uh, not even enjoying making this movie. Well, part so, of that was part of that was yeah, like Ralph Macchio was like way too old to be playing the role, mm-hmm. and he didn't even want to like really like like the love interest was too young for him. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Yep. So it's we'll kind of problematic. Like the whole thing was problematic. It probably should have been made earlier, or like it should have been made in succession. You know, like they mm-hmm. should have been made like back to back. If they wanted to get like young Ralph Macchio. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, but I mean, it is what it is, right? You still get a lot of fun parts, like you said. So. Uh, there have been there's I, I've got a lot of stuff to share on Wednesday about uh, the things that kind of held up production of this movie um, okay. that I'm looking forward to sharing. And yeah, it is really. Uh, I I think in the end, I think this movie is um you know it's worthy of our time because of Daniel and Mr. Miyagi and a great villain and uh, just seeing how the story continues. But I also see from reading trivia about it, that it's a, it's a a lot of it is like a missed opportunity. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, it could, it could have been so much better. It could have been so much better. Yeah. Um, All right. Um, So the flashbacks continue, you know, Daniel walking into Cobra Kai, we hear the, the, those Cobra Kai mantras, which, you know, helped tip you off uh, for one of the trivia questions. You know, uh, we get to see all the medals and honors that Cobra Kai and John Kreese have earned. Um, and, you know, this is Cobra Kai in its prime, just to kind of remind the audience, like, this is a fully functional, dysfunctional <laughs> Cobra Kai. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we'll see how far it falls uh, on Wednesday, I believe, or Thursday, or Friday. I forget. Uh, whenever these flashbacks end. <laughs> <laughs> what, whatever did that. Um, I really dig uh, Bill Conti is also back, and I think he's doing some pretty great work in this. Uh, the the main he, this this whole track through here is called Main Titles, and uh, it kind of plays softly. Uh, during these the early flashbacks of Daniel and Miyagi meeting, but I love that he times when the Cobras all leap to their feet, and we get that Karate Kid Part Three in red hitting the screen, and it just the horn section just kicks in with a brong, like almost like a warning, like uh oh the Cobras are back for revenge. Yeah, you know? other other people may have been phoning it in, but he wasn't. Nah, I think so. I I I, I think so. And then, uh, the Terry Silver has a theme that's going to come up this week too, that I think is, I think it's great. I think he did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, we cut to Chris's mercy is for the week speech, which is later. And we have Johnny distracted by Daniel and Miyagi. And then it kind of cuts into the whole wager for the tournament. And uh, during this, we see <laughs> it's almost like a, a warning of where this movie is headed. We see introducing Thomas Ian Griffith as Terry. I love it's quotes, Terry. Followed by just, just Terry, Terry, followed by special appearance by Martin Cove. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I've only ever seen this uh, introducing when they're like doing like a, a child actor. I've never seen <laughs> it for an adult. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah, well, this is one of Thomas Ian Griffith's. Uh, I mean, he was. I mean, we'll get into it, but he was a TV actor uh, for a few years, and now well, this is. Like we will his have first to talk about that. Role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we get to the tournament. We get for the third time. It's probably to Billy Zapka's uh, chagrin that we hear in the background. Johnny, you're a cream puff. <laughs> yeah, why they include that? Mm-hmm. Why do they have to keep including that? Um, yeah, sweep the leg. You have a problem with that? Uh, no mercy. Finish him, and then we get the crane kick to the face, and Miyagi smelling, and uh, Karate Kid is over. And uh, yeah, so is this uh, episode of Karate Kid three minutes? Do you do you have a problem with that, uh, Matt and Mel? <laughs> Well, I've seen these scenes so many times that I didn't even bother watching them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I, play, it, I played them and she was in the room. so she... I was there. I listened to it. I was just Ugh, like. I've seen this before. I'm not looking. Yeah, I've seen this so many times. I don't need to see it again. <laughs> well, I'm glad we could at least get, uh, you know, and people might be puzzled. Like, hey, it's a minute by minute podcast. Why are they not doing it one minute at a time? <laughs> Because for the first entire week, we'd be talking about flashbacks of Karate Kid and Karate Kid Part 2. and uh, we'll, we'll be talking about more interesting stuff as it goes on. The flashback yeah. is almost over. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of, I think it's kind of neat to, to have, to, to watch a, uh, watch this uh, nine minutes a week, you know? Yes. I get to talk about a lot of stuff every episode. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I said, we're all set. Uh, do we want to come back on Wednesday to talk about Three more Karate Kid, three minutes. I'll think about it. Okie doke. <laughs> All <Yeah>. right. Well, <laughs> with that uh, half-hearted, <laughs> I guess uh, maybe one of them will be back, folks. Uh, but uh, please send feedback to KarateKidMinute at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or join the Miyagi-Do Karate Dojo uh, Facebook group. Just search for Karate Kid Minute, and you'll find us. And please, if you got a minute or two or three, Give us a nice rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Spotify is doing them as well. Um, so if you're you're enjoying the show, really appreciate it. And thank you all for coming back uh, for another season of uh, Karate Kid Minute. And until next time. Johnny, you're a cream puff. <laughs> <laughs>